Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadet. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Global Radio TV show, and today we are going to shop with Zoe. So we'll be right back in just one moment. Because we want you to call in 727-731-5192 for more exciting products as well as to hear about self-love. We'll be right back, so stay with us. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. 
If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of Associated Internet Radio Hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On-air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insights, and interviews with notable personalities. 
Go to OnAirEverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. Radio channel, or you can call in and conversate with us on 
On Air Radio Network. And that is 727-731-5192. And we'll be right back after this next message. So we want you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in just a So stay with us. And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the Internet to talk to friends, neighbors, family members. Cell phones and computers all stay home. Now, if you're in business, that is great. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a media somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home, transportation services, child care services. Whatever you're selling, they need We're your media today. Just follow this link. And tomorrow, you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. Yes, while your business is making you money. We want you to be making money. We want you to be happy and feeling joy and excitement over the possibilities of making money. So we're going to come right back with our host, Zoe Ma, and we want you to shop with Zoe. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. Right back after this whistle. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Rima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also, we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms.
Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Nyla Hayes. You are making a positive difference in the world. Watch us every day on the Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash the Media Connection TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and we're going to bring in our host, Zoe, in just one moment. But we want you to think about the opportunities that are available to you. So many people are distressed about the economy, never realizing that every difficulty is an opportunity. Here we are, ready to present you with an opportunity. And we want you to think about all of the things that this world needs that you could provide and get paid. And we're going to give you just another reminder of what it means when you have the whole world to market to. Hi, I'm Naima. And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the Internet to talk to everybody. Friends, neighbors, family members. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a media. Somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's what I'm talking to you today. We produce our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, child care services, whatever you're selling, they need to buy. We're your media today. Just follow this link, and tomorrow you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. Yes. Yeah. You can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. That's the kind of economy that we're living in. People are shopping all day long, and they're doing it from the comfort of their home. And when you have a product or service, then you have a gold mine. And all of us have something that we can create that people can buy. All of us have a talent, a skill, an interest. And if we are willing to use our talents, we can actually change our lives. It doesn't depend on whether or not someone thinks we're cute enough or smart enough. It's all about our ability to create thing that is needed for people. And we want to, as always, share with you where you can go and find some of the products that people have created. Because definitely we know that when it comes down 
to people making choices. If something makes sense, they'll buy it. If something helps them in a problem that they're having, they'll buy it. If something makes their life easier, they'll buy it. So it really isn't personal. Business really is not personal other than is it personally helping you. And so if you know that people need things, and if you know you need things, just think of what would make your life better. That's the beginning of a product or a service that becomes a business and it makes people's lives easier and it introduces you to a lifestyle of financial independence because you have a cash flow that doesn't depend on you trading your time for money. So if you are one of those people that are worried about your financial stability, change the way you think. Change the way you believe. And change the trajectory of your life. You are worthy, are worthy of the best that life has to offer. And our Monday Morning Mindfulness host says, looking forward to hearing crucial information for families to survive and thrive. Yes, we're going to give you information that will help you survive and thrive. One of the most important things that you can do is to love yourself enough to create financial independence for yourself. Sometimes we don't believe we're worthy. And we have to really look at that. How many times have you maybe had a skill or a talent? Maybe you maybe you knit hats or something like that. And someone says, oh, that's really nice. I'd love for you to knit me a hat. And you say, oh, I just do this as a hobby. They say, well, how much would you charge to knit a hat for me? And you go, oh, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I'll, just, I'll just give it to you. And you do. You spend time and you give that person your talents, your skills. And something inside you won't let them charge you money for what you do, even though they offer to pay. Think about that. Have you had that experience where you actually refused your own blessing because you didn't feel like charging them money because they were a friend? But don't you know your friend goes shopping every day and they're buying from people that they don't even know? So why would you not allow them to share the blessings of their abundance with you? Do you love yourself enough to believe you're worthy to get paid? Now, you go to a job because that's what the society says you should do. You go to your job. But why don't you think of all of the talents that you have as being worthy of getting paid directly? Something inside of us says, I'm not worthy. Something inside of us doesn't love ourselves enough to attach a dollar figure to what we do and get paid. And that's one of the foundations for today's program. As we 
explore and prepare for our month of love. Today we want to talk about self-love because that's what it takes to go into business. You have to love yourself enough to ask for money for what you do and believe you deserve it. So we're going to bring in our Thursday morning host, Zoe Ma, because we want you to shop with Zoe, and not only shop with Zoe, but learn how to get people to shop with you and pay you what you're worth for what you do. And you can see if you're on our Facebook and YouTube channel, you can see our Female Solution Facebook page because we invite you to be a part of this solution. We're going to tell you more about that, how you can be one of our prosperity partners. But right now, let me bring to the stage our wonderful post-international businesswoman, Zoe Ma. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yes, we are so grateful that you're here with us. And I think what you've chosen to talk about today is so crucial. I have watched people with products in their hands that may be something they created, uh, maybe something they made, something they took. You know, and people say, oh, I would love to have it. How much would you charge for that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll just give it to you. And I'm thinking, that's a business opportunity to just drop in their lap. But I know that inside them, they didn't feel worthy to be paid. So that means they're lacking self-love. They don't love themselves enough to believe in themselves and think they should be paid for their natural gifts and talents. So you're an international businesswoman coming here, a young woman, and able to take advantage of all the opportunities for financial prosperity, and a lot of people can't do what you've done simply because they don't believe in themselves. So tell us what you think. First of all, before we get into today, the product of the day, tell us a bit about self-love. What has to happen on the inside of a person to allow them to simply agree to get paid for what they do and believe they're worthy of? You know, in this world, we have nobles, we have princes, and we are worthy. But you know what? God, Mother Nature, give us, create us equally. God will give us and peace. They can save a man of Bring them to breathe in the air. To breathe, you know, to, you know, just go to the, to go outside to appreciate the landscape God has created. God created the landscape for all of us to see. And that's love. When God loves us, we see why we So we have to know that we have no doubt. And people say, I don't see that. Do you feel that? Do you feel okay? Uh, you know, we, we we are actually standing on Earth, and not playing like flying into the universe because what gravity, right? We don't see gravity, but it doesn't mean gravity is not there. Love is just like gravity, keep you grounded. So you have to tap into that energy called love, and when loving yourself. 
is called self-love. You, you know, um, you, if you don't have love for yourself, then you can't love someone else. The love for yourself has to be unconditional. You don't do a transaction with yourself. I said, I know the other day I was sharing with our Monday host, uh, Zelda, um, there are two kinds of love. Unconditional love and transactional love. And unfortunately, the love between women and women are actually transactional love. The love for ourselves can't be transactional love. You that God, you know, as a creation, we have to uh, we have to have that faith in our mind. Sometimes I'm talking about the things, so they're a, a very important. Thing. But she's not never.
figure out a way to file tax tax claims in you know through the social security um that you will need it when you retirement age. So because your husband actually have a fixed income, like a fixed, you know, regular job, then you can share the husband portion of it. But did not have anything in her 60s. So it's very tragic that she had to work in her 60s to be able to collect security uh, retirement. So marketing. Uh, Year two thousand. To be to be successful, be able to retire in the fifties. How I did that? You know, one of the coaching companies. I came this country thirty years ago. Only for forty dollars. Was not able to. Even as a real estate agent, I was not able to bring my son to the um to you know meet to show houses and talk to the customers. So, you know, I said, you know, forget him. But so I was managing the property, maybe the domestic response. So get a feel that, you know, I can market. So if you feel like, okay, I don't want to work, you know, you need a hat, it's beautiful, somebody like it. That's a skill. And don't underestimate yourself. So have that skill and compete upon that. Now, if you can say, Solutions and some solutions can be very frightening. Um, just a, a month ago, uh, more than a month ago, I was about my my clock, and I tried so many to to try to fix it, and still could not fix it. And I know before it cost me over three hundred dollars just to call somebody to you know unclog the thing. The whole house and then and and fix the thing. I'm like, using the kind of best. And let me just brought from a short video about a problem and solve that problem. So this one, YouTube or Chinese WeChat, but somehow I just ordered. In 10 days, I got it. I, I I can't and then before I show you the part, I'm just happy. and solve that problem in one second. Can you imagine? I just put it in and use it one second it it solved the problem. So we know how much it costs for plumbers. They do you're gonna pay about three hundred dollars every time you call them. Yeah. yeah. In like, 
actually they can be used over and over again to solve your problem. So this, you know, twenty five dollars solved my problem, which could have cost me seven hundred dollars because it was too incident. So you think that you have this problem that your friend and family also have the same same problem. So how do you think how do you save the money? You have a round table. And I'm telling you, almost every household needs one. And that for a problem like this, you just go around sell it. And you can make a living. You see, when I was um, last summer, I was in Haiti, in a very poor country. And oh, there's not so much economic uh, activity. Uh, but I, you know, in the morning, I walk down the, the beach to just kind of exploring around. Down the street with a big thinking, my other employees. You know, it is so scary when you are in the 60s, you don't have social security to draw. Social security has been going to. Probably go bankrupt in in the in the decades or so. You may not have anything to draw on. That's right. So you have to invest in your own life. Invest something. Invest in yourself to have a business because your business never retires. Yeah. You can work until the day you know you choose to retire. Your customer size, you, you know, evolve. You're going to have more customers. You have more products to sell. And remember, the first product is yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, do the same. See? So just go to the Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you, now you have a Oh, yeah. It changes. 
angry. You know, because um, we do not know that until like 30 years later. You know, mm. I fell in love with this man. He was Mr. Perfect. Mm. And because I, I thought, you know, I still, today, I still think he was the love of my life. And I think he feels the same. I think back, you know, back in the, in the 20s, I was my 20s, God intervened. God used uh, very um, high-paying job to induce me to walk away from this relationship. And just, you know, in the 20s, you want money. In China, like a Chinese woman, we are kind of trained to be independent from a man. So at that time, I thought, you know what? I'm coming to the United States with these uh, future doctors of America. Um, I could be, become the web presenter in China. Why should I come to the United States? So I said, you know what? I'm not coming with you to the United States. I want to be in China. So I walked away from him. I never knew until now it was a good decision or bad decision. Uh, about like a, you know, two months ago, I talked to another Chinese uh, woman who had the same experience. She, she married this American um, executive who worked for J.P. Morgan Chase at that time, University of the United States, with her and uh, you know, through, and they got married. They got divorced. Uh, she had two kids, and one kid had OCD. So it caused her unable to work full time. Now this man, um, the 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 love uh, the love of her life in 20 years ago. Uh, Nikon Danfer in um, and then you know the stress of her managing the household is so so um, great, and she even thought she felt like she was loser. Transaction, and I see. In, I reflect on my life, and I feel like you know what. That was the message God gave me 30 yeah. years ago to be financial independent. Yeah. Not to marry somebody who is a doctor or executive because maybe 30 years later things change. And if you don't have something you can lose her. And for me, because I think God's plan for me is <laughs> you have to be by yourself all your life. And then, you know what, I think, because along the way, God just piled the blessing over me, over and over. I think pretty soon, I might have another year to share with you, but, you know, but it's, I'm, a, I'm just I'm a step in by God. Ah, okay? Yeah. And God just something to do. No. So all of y'all looking for a wealthy woman to marry? No, no, that's not it. She's not looking for you. So, I say, you know what? I know it's not easy. <laughs> your son is, I'm talking about, you know, I'm raising a child. 
but it's not like not it's not so, so endurable. It can be done, and then you know we just know how to love ourselves. To me, it's love us, practice self love, and practice unconditional love to ourselves, to our son. Yeah. You see, that's the joy. And then, so, to be happy. The self-love is number one, is to happy. Yeah. To be happy. Because that's the gift you have to give yourself. Happiness is joy. Another way I want to talk about it is learning to forgive. Forgive ourselves. Forgive our parents because um, I, for a long time, I was very distant from my uh, parents because I feel I grew up in a um, household that caused me to have very slow self-worth. Um, so I blamed them for a long time, and then I realized. I cannot uh, because they they were in the because time China was uh, in the war torn as uh, the war torn country and both of my parents lost one of their parents at very young age. My mom lost her father at five year old. My dad lost his parent in the household and then you know uh, with the five other siblings, four or five other siblings, old and young, and very difficult for the remaining parents to support them. They didn't have much, the grandparents, as a single parent, has really no time to, um, to practice unconditional love to them. And so most of their parents were traumatized with their, in their, at their childhood. So they couldn't, they want to, they never learn how to practice unconditional love. But we have worked, we are born in different age, much stable environment, cannot repeat the, the, the tragedy that our parents have been through. So for us to we have to learn to forgive. You know, Doing some transactional love, you know, not supposed to be unconditional. Okay, you know, our parents are not God. They are human. They make mistakes. Yes, that is an important step, and a lot of people are stuck anger at parents because the parents didn't give them the kind of love, the kind of affection that they wanted. But like you say, our parents were stuck on survival. I mean, they were trying to figure out how to pay the bills and keep a roof over our head, and, and they were stressed a lot of times and didn't really know how to even explain that. And a lot of times, you know, if we did something wrong, they were so afraid we would hurt ourselves or something like that. They responded with anger and, you know, sometimes the, the spankings and all of that, it was their fear that we were going to do something that harmed them 
and they weren't going to be able to be there to help us. Like, if you know, if they're at work and we get into some kind of trouble, we, you know, cut ourselves, breaking a window, you know, playing or in the house or something, and they're afraid because they're trying their best to keep us safe. And they just didn't know. They didn't know how to explain it. They didn't know how to express it. And a lot of us are still carrying anger. We have some callers on the line. Uh, before we take a break, yeah, we got got time to take a caller. And, you know, of course, we want you all to join this conversation because we want us to get rid of whatever is inside of us that keeps us from loving ourselves enough to take that step toward financial independence. Love yourself. Don't think I have to find somebody who loves me, who will take care of me. No, love yourself. Take care of yourself. Uh, 312632. Admiral Nelson Bay. You know, Sister Naomi, it is just delightful hearing your voice. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Really glad to hear as well. Yes, and the Muslim from China, who's our entrepreneurial host, Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you for everything that you're saying. And I, I'm just going to write up an affidavit to RAS, the individual living at my house. Those are his initials, RAS. And uh, just on a whim, I just wrote it down and so cathartic that I wrote down what I just whimsically scribbled down and I'm going to enhance it by typing it up and give you a copy yes, of well, that. You know what, uh, Brother Nelson, they, you, we know that you've been going through some uh, struggles with a, a real estate situation. You know, our, our, our dear sister Zoe is a, a, she's a real estate, you know, real real estate businesswoman as well, so that might advise you on because you know when it comes to the place where you live that's a key point in survival and you've got somebody who's a, a family member who has caused you pain like thanks you take some forgiveness but also you do have to stand up for yourself so we thank you for that and uh, keep on working on it and we'll, we'll see how we can what can help you uh resolve that issue we're gonna uh take a break soon and of course in addition to our blog talk line of 515-605-9325, you can also call into the on-air radio network, and that is 727-731-5192. It's crawling across the screen if you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. And, of course, we want you to like and subscribe to us on YouTube, so that you can get that regular notice every time we go live. Every day you can you can uh, get that notification. Also, we want you to be able to go to our Female Solution website, and that will give you a chance to become one of our prosperity partners. And we'll pull that up for you to take a look at. Because one of the things that we offer is a chance for you to make some money simply by sharing our opportunities with those that you know. And every day on Shop with Zoe, of course, you can join us every day of the week. But today we give you 
products that you can make money with. And you make money simply by other people buying them. So you can share those opportunities and you become one of our prosperity partners on the female solution. We want to give you a chance to improve your finances and simply go to the prosperity partners page here on solutions and just send a link to the product page as a text from your cell phone to others, friends, family members, coworkers, etc., and get paid 20% of the sale price for each item that they buy. And of course, uh, you can type it as a text, www.thefemalesolution.com slash product. And your representative number is your phone number that sending uh, your uh, message from, and it's what you put on your get paid as one of our prosperity partners, and type in your name, email, phone number, that'll be your rep number, and the products that you promote, and we've got a number of products that you can send, uh, you can have your friends, family, co-workers, people that you know to buy. And the latest, of course, is the tidy toilet laxer that can your toilet nice and clean. We want you to benefit from other people purchasing as well as yourself. And so this is a way for you to get paid not only from you buying, and sell it. But other people just knowing about it and you being with the person who refers them. We want you to think in terms of money coming directly to you. And all of our hosts enjoy the fact that we have had so many hosts that have given you wisdom over the years that all these shows are in the archive on the Female Solution Blog Talk channel. But most importantly, every day we're sharing wisdom because we want your life to be better. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, we want to give, want you to give us a call, 515-605-9325 or 727-731-519. We'll be right back after this quick break, so it's okay, don't stay away. Back in a moment. So stay with us. Hi, I'm Naomi Keith. And if you're watching this, that means you're one of the 4.6 billion people from around the world who are using an electronic device to talk to people. In these times, people are using the internet to talk to everyone. Friends, neighbors, family members. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a medium. Somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. We produce programs. And our audience members are people shop. They buy clothes. Food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, we're your leader. Just follow this link and the 
I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Diva. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. We're going to be coming to you every week, sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and of course, black women in today's world. Bill talks about it all. Race, politics, religion, economics, culture. And we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use physical punishment, children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Free Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Free Black Moms. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out, and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. changes. If they're the ones who are doing all the work, 
they start resenting the woman, feeling like she's not really pulling her weight. They'll get critical. Well, you're not keeping the house clean, and you're not doing anything. I'm out here working all day. I come here, and the children are a mess, and the house is not clean. My dinner's not done. They start complaining because what they're really feeling is the resentment that they've got to shoulder all of the burden. And the woman starts feeling like she's not being respected. And he's not valuing her. And how, how, how long have we been having that argument over, well, you know, women are doing important things in the home and men should respect that? Yeah, we, we're, we're doing all of that. But people are humans, like you said, they're human beings. And people feel the way that they feel. So then look at how the dynamics of a relationship changes if the woman is the one who's making the money. And the man is the one who maybe has to stay home and watch the children. Usually he doesn't really have those skills because he was not raised to do that job. So the woman starts feeling real anger. It's like, wait a minute. I'm out here. I'm making the money. You're at home. You're not even taking care of the household. How soon? In that situation, before the couple gets a divorce. Because the woman feels like, I shouldn't have to be carrying this whole financial burden by myself, and you're not doing any part of your share. The times when I've seen relationships work are when both people, are sharing both tasks, both the household maintenance task and the financial income task, and they work as a partnership. Those relationships tend to be the strongest because nobody's resenting the other person for not pulling their own weight. Nobody's dependent on another person and therefore feeling like you have to take whatever disrespect they give you because they're, they're putting a roof over your head. So if we want our relationship in the future to be successful, we have to change the cultural attitude that only males are responsible for earning money because it, it makes women dependent and unworthy unless they can find somebody who's, who thinks they're worthy to marry them so that they can have somebody to take care of them. That's not a healthy mindset. When you can take care of yourself, then when you do find a partner, you do find a life partner, a mate, a husband, a wife, it's not based on financial needs. It's based truly on love and appreciation of who that person is. And that's what lasts. Dependency does not last. And like, like Zoe just explained, what happens when that, that relationship ends and you don't know how to take care of yourself? What happens when you never bothered to develop your skills and your talent and your self-confidence to create your own business, to go and work and get paid. You never created that in yourself. What happens when that person you depended on either leaves you or passes away? And you can't survive because you never learned how. We have to change the culture. And I, I think a woman, when they enter marriage, when they're talking about self-worth in the marriage, they have to price themselves as a stay-at-home mom. They should have a salary for that. They have to be able to talk to the husband. You are not the provider for me. Because I'm doing a job. I cook the video. I do the cleaning of the house. I, I take kids to the school. And <laughs> oh, man, we want you to call in and give your uh, response to this. Because if we don't get this culture right with our marriage, we're not we're not going to have families 
where there is a partnership in raising these children until we can fix it because it's been broken a long time. And if you know that it takes a certain amount of money to manage this household and the woman needs a certain amount of money to, to manage herself, if you are deciding that, okay, I'm going to be the one that takes care of the finances while you focus on these children, you know, when they're young, they need you when they're, they're in their formative years, put a dollar figure on it. Don't have her have to come to you like a child begging for money. Look, we're putting this in your bank account. I'm dropping this amount of money in your bank account every week. You'll pay for what you do because it's valuable because what you do enables me to do what I do. But if you don't value it, you're going to have an argument all the time. So, maybe yeah, we're going to hear what you have to say about that. You, at the beginning, when you first get married, you want to put a press tag on this marriage of your involvement because, like I said, there's two kinds of love. One is unconditional and another is transactional. Unfortunately, the love between men and women is transactional. It's not unconditional. So they love you because you have to, the man loves you because you have provided something to him. If you don't provide sex for him, you know what? He's not going to marry you. And that's a, you know that's a conversation we had. Matter of fact, one of our one of our hosts talked about how when she decided to end the intimacy, the marriage certain you know it ended shortly after that because that was the transaction. The man felt like okay, if if there's no physical intimacy between us, then what I need you for? You know that's what you're supposed to do. You're my wife. That's your job. And she didn't want to feel like she didn't want to feel like this. I don't want to do this as a job anymore. I, I know I just I don't want to. That I want to engage in that transaction. So how do, we, how do we deal with that? I mean, how do we change that attitude about the relationship? Is is it a transaction, you know, uh, money for sex? Okay, I'll give you money, but I should have sex. Well, you know, there's a business that you know what that business is called. That's not what we want to feel like. So no. how do we <laughs> – I mean, you can go out and buy that, you know, and they, and they put a price tag on it too, and you pay that price. But should that be the, the relationship with your wife? So like the sex is a, it's actually a person, it's a, a feature, okay? Yeah, if you want to pay, pay, pay a sex worker, they, 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 the title for it, a sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's yeah. called. So, <laughs>
because no one taught you that. Because you didn't see affection between your family, your parents, because they were so busy trying to survive. They didn't show you that the aspect of their relationship. So you don't even know what that looks like. So when you don't know something, you don't know. No affection, no sex. And that's what a lot of women are saying when they withdraw from the man. You're not giving me any affection. This is just sex. This is just a transaction. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. And the man feels like, well, look, if you're not, if I'm, there's no sex, well, what do I need you for? This is why you're here. This is part of our, our deal. You know, you, I get this, you get that. So the affection part is critical, but often that's missing because people are not taught that sex and affection are not the same if you are not putting the both of them together. You know, and there are how many women, I mean, you listen, you listen to the average woman comedian when she makes jokes about sexuality, and she's always, you know, people make jokes about something that's really a, a source of pain, but they let us laugh at it so we can, you know, get over it, but it's really a painful thing. That's what makes comedians great. And you listen to women comedians talk about sexuality, it's always a thing of men lacking in that area of affection, wanting sex, but not knowing how to display affection, love. You know, certain behaviors that mean I love you, not meaning I, I, I need something. From I think you. men know. Men know how to show affection. Before the marriage, they did that. Absolutely. <laughs> right, right. So now I just need the transaction of just the physical, you know. Give it a minute.
these young people, they don't want any parts of what they saw us go through. They don't want their grandparents' relationship. So they're trying to forge something new, but they need some guidance on how to how to repair what we have done. Now, let me throw this thought out there, and I want you all to respond. You can respond on our Facebook page and YouTube channel or or our, our blog talk channel or, or our on-air radio network channel, but I want to hear from you. Okay, men, how would you feel if in the courtship process, you know, and you, you, you found the woman of your dream, she's beautiful, she's kind, she's loving, she's supportive, and you think you want to make her your wife, and she hands you an invoice and says, okay, this is, <laughs> this is the price for cleaning your home, taking care of your laundry, uh, providing you sex. You know, I mean, you got a, a dollar figure on each of these things. And and the last thing, of course, cooking your meals. You know, okay, she's got, she's got, she listed this out on an invoice. She hands you a bill, a monthly bill. <laughs> and let's say it's $1,200. This is just this is and each each of these things. Okay, maybe it's four hundred dollar fee for each of these things per month. This is this is what it costs you to be my husband, and this is my worth. How how would you feel? Would that would that make you feel like you were being used? Would it make you feel like she didn't really love you? Uh, or would you say, you know what, that's fair. Okay, we agree to that. This is this is our this is our contractual agreement. You'll do these things. I'll pay this amount of money. No problem. You think you'll make it better? <laughs> Less argument. Um, 
I don't know if you all, if, if you and you all remember that uh, TV miniseries Shaka Zulu uh, came on several years ago. Uh, it was you know, supposed to be based on true history of, you know, uh, a, a king that rose to power in South Africa. But what happened was he, he got a woman pregnant outside. He was supposed to get married to this one woman, but he got this other woman pregnant before he got married, and she had a son. And then the woman he married never did bear any children. He married another woman. She didn't have any children. He married another woman. She didn't have any children. He married another woman. She didn't have any children. So he had all these wives. None of them had any children. The only one who had a son was this woman he got outside his marriage. So he had, so he, you know, he had, he decided he's going to marry her. And because she had a son, that was considered more valuable. And so, you know, they negotiated, and then that time they negotiated in terms of, you know, amount of cattle, you know, because cattle represented wealth, you know, they used cattle for everything. And maybe a, a, a normal price for, for a bride of maybe like 10 cattle, something like that. And so when she got ready to negotiate, uh, you know, he's going to pay her like 10 cattle. And she said, no, 55, 50 cattle. And he's like, 50? Yes, I'm worth it. And so was he, you know, his son. And he had to pay the price. He was mad, but he had to pay the price because he didn't have any other sons, no other heirs to the throne other than her son. So he negotiated that price. And, of course, we all saw that that, uh, that miniseries. I love that miniseries. It's kind of violent. But um, it basically said, look, you have to pay this. You don't have any other heirs. I'm the only one who had a son. And you need me. And you got to pay this if you want me to it be your wife. And that's what happened. Of course, a whole bunch of things happened after that. It was kind of awful. But that's kind of how people negotiated for a bride price, that they call it, a dowry, whatever. You're, paying, you're basically you're paying the woman to do all the things we said, you know, cook, clean, uh, fix your meals, and have sex. You're paying for that before you get married. And, and there's a price tag on it. So, men, how do you feel about what we did that today to you? Okay, uh, you be the provider, this is my price because what I'm doing is valuable. And I'm going to give you my invoice before we get married so you know what you owe me. How do you feel if that happens? You know, that's still practicing China today. My friend is last month in Orlando because they have a daughter, so we talk about that. So you, you know, you don't feel like you, 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 the, the, you know, the father said, you know, the jewelry, and it's not right anymore. A lot of times there isn't. I mean, I, I have a lot of friends who come from cultures that uh, it's an arranged marriage, There's the, and the, the idea is that the love will come after get married and your parents arrange it. Okay, well, he's a doctor. He can provide for you. She's pretty, so you'll enjoy the sex. I mean, that's typical transaction. And so they get together, they get married, and it's expected over time they'll develop some kind of affection. But in the beginning, they don't even know each other. So they're, I mean, I have friends who they had. That's how they married, and they some of them still together. I have some other friends that tried it, and it ended horribly. But, you know, they tried that system. And a lot of the times, 
for the marriages that didn't work, usually the man couldn't come up with the money or maybe the sexual intimacy was not enjoyable, whatever the case was, but the transaction didn't go well. And so since one or both parties didn't get what they were expecting out of the transaction, the marriage ended. So are we going to have transactional marriages where love is based on you giving me what I desire, or is it going to be based on something deeper? Well, so, marriage, I think marriage is, to me, is two components. One is the love, the, you know, so that comes with the affection. So that the, if the affection stays, you know, still stays, the love stays. Yes. But the other part is actually very conventional. You know, the work to raise a child, to produce a child, you know, all the work relates to it. That's a business venture. So mm. you just really know because that's a lot of cost, responsibility. And then, you know, so I think, uh, you know what, because before we didn't have an option to stay unmarried. Yeah. Now you have the option. You have an option. So just stay unmarried if you don't feel you can afford it. And that's so it's worth it. Yeah. You know, you, you think that man is not worth it. Yeah. You don't need to stay in a relationship, you know, just move on. Yeah. You know, there's so many funny a things lot to of, do. A lot of people do that. Yeah. We don't need a man, you know. You know, just if you have money, you can out. That That is a difference. And we have seen a very big change in the culture when it comes to reasons for marriage, and a lot of women who are financially stable, independent, and able to make their own decisions, they're choosing to stay single because the relationship with the man is not pleasant. And if a man is not treating you well, why are you there? Why are you involved in that? You know, we'll we'll still uh, hear your thoughts on this. Do you feel, you know, men, because I've had a lot of men tell me this, look, if I shouldn't have to beg her for sex, you know, and I guess guess they feel like, they feel like a woman should provide that physical comfort uh, without them having to try to seduce her in it because that makes them feel like they're begging. And so they feel like the transaction should be understood. I'm paying the bills. You should make me feel better physically, and I shouldn't have to do anything to make that happen. So that means, you know, no sex. Not value. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Because 
And that's okay. where a lot of women get irritable because if they're home with children all the time and the man is out working, they never have any time alone because many times a man comes home and says, I'm tired. I don't want to be bothered with children. So the woman never gets a break. And that's where a lot of relationships get strained as well because the woman feels like, I need a break. You had a break. You've been out of this house. I've been here with these children and all day. And, you know, and when children are at that age, that, that, that infancy age, that toddler age, where they need regular supervision, you can't just leave them home alone. You know, it can be overwhelming if, if that is your whole day and then the husband comes home and he's, you know, needing uh, food and, and expecting you to feel, you know, sexually alluring and you don't feel any of that because you're tired. So that's a classic conflict, and we have not figured out how to resolve that. You can't just tell people not to be upset or not to be angry or not to be resentful. If something isn't working, you fix it. You don't keep doing the same thing the same way and expecting different results. If people don't like that arrangement, then I think it's fix communication. It. I think it's the education. It's like our time women, most of this, they're not sleep. They're not sleep. This is a crisis. Because right now, they're going to get with men. And also, Friends, 
neighbors, family members, co-workers. People are on their cell phones and computers all day long. Now, if you're in business, that is great news. That means you can sell your products and services all day long and never have to leave your home. All you need is a meeting. Somebody to connect you to an audience. And that's why I'm talking to you today. Our audience members are people who shop. They buy clothes, food, beauty supplies, cleaning supplies, home repair, transportation services, child care services, whatever you're selling, they need something. We're your media. Just follow this link. And tomorrow, you can sit back and relax at home while your business is making you money. We all say we would like to be wealthy, but wealth isn't determined by how much money you have. Wealth is determined by your power to define what money is. The dictionary defines money as something used as a way to pay for goods and services and to pay people for their work. So how would you like to have access to an unlimited source of money? Money that is not taxed by the government. Money that increases as you share the opportunity with others. Money that you can use to pay for goods and services and pay people for their work. I'm talking about Bitcoin. It's the future of independent wealth building. Bitcoin is the new money that you control. Get started building your wealth. Call 312-849-3456. That's 312-849-3456. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, Go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. And we are back. And we are back. You are listening to and watching The Female Solution. And today is Shop with Zoe. <laughs> yeah, peace and nation, easy, fencing, the practice of self-love. 
you know, actually, I just thought about it. You know, why should the women as a housewife to send a, send a bill to the husband? Mm. Because that's your self, you are self-employed. Yes, that's right. This is your because employment. This is the service. Like you were saying, if you had to pay a housekeeper, and I know a lot of single men, they, they pay a housekeeper. So, you know, there's the cost. Um, I know single fathers that are paying babysitters. Okay, that's the cost. Um, I know single men who go and pay sex workers. You know, that's a cost. So thing that she does, I mean, you take your clothes to the cleaners or the, you know, the laundry. Well, you take them to the cleaners, that's a cost. So doing the things that a housewife does, you know, if you paid a person that was in the business, it would cost you. So it's the same thing. She's employed in doing these things that cost. So it makes sense that she attaches a, a dollar figure to it so that you understand the value of it. Not just, okay, I married you, now you're my slave because I own you. And that's really a, a concept of marriage that we have to discard. I own you. You're my spouse. I own you. Because that's like slavery. And matter of fact, I think I've heard a man quote something and said, you know, uh, a woman is like a slave. And that's the attitude that we have Don't to marry that kind of man. Don't marry to that kind of man. Okay, mm. sister, walk away from those men. Okay, if a man can't afford your bill, don't marry them. Mm. Okay, because so, man, what do you think about that? If you can't afford, and you know, and I have a, I have a friend who's actually about to get married and is uh, can't afford it, can't afford the wedding, and has to, you know, is trying to borrow some money, uh, to just get the get just for the marriage part. So, you know, my thought is, well, if you're if you're already borrowing money just for the ceremony, how are you going to afford to actually be the husband in the household and provide the financial stability? That's not a good sign. Well, the woman has to go to work. So that woman is thinking about it. You just don't, if that man cannot even afford the wedding, he's not going to pay you for the work. Mm. So the household you have, you know, work that you are providing. So you are like a house worker, okay? So you are a self-employed house worker. Mm. Then you send up a bill, please don't work out. You already need mm. That's right. That's right. Mm. Hey, that's right. That's right. I mean, really, it's value what you do. Now, I got a question because I, I know a lot of couples that this is a situation for whatever reason. The woman has the stable job, and the man may be between jobs, can't find a job. Maybe his business isn't going that well. So she's the one that's providing the financial means for the household. Should the man? If he's the one, he's got to be at home. He's maybe he's watching the children. Maybe he's taking care of the, you know, cooking dinner when she gets home, or whatever the case may be. Should he then say, "Well, look, since you're working outside the home and I'm working inside the home, you need to pay me. You need to put a certain amount of money in my bank account because I need money to go out and and you know enjoy my life." Should she be the one that pays him for what he's doing? What do you think on that? 
of women who, who they deserve to be paid. Mm. And so is a factor. So no Mm. <laughs> you only get that few ways if there's affection in it. If there's no affection, look, I'm just going to give you feel like a sex person because that's all it is. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's no love, there's no marriage. Mm. And, you know, that's where a lot of couples are at now. There's really, there's no affection between them. And now this is what a lot of men have told me that, you know, men who maybe have gone outside their, their marriage and they said, you know, my wife, uh, when we first got together, like you said, you know, everybody's affectionate in the beginning when you're, when you're trying to get that other person. She used to fix herself up. She used to comb her hair. You know, she put on makeup. She kept her body together. Now that we got married, she doesn't let herself go. She doesn't care how she looks when I come home. She doesn't care if, you know, she smells nice, none of that. So I got attracted to a woman outside of my home, and I'm having sexual relations with that woman because she makes an effort to allure me and to excite me, and, you know, she's fun to be with. My wife isn't fun anymore. She doesn't understand the reason why I'm having this affair is because she doesn't act like she cares enough to fix herself up to attract me. That I hear that often with men. So what would you say, whose fault is it in the relationship? Is it is a man? Does he need to encourage no, no, no. Does women need to, what, who needs to fix that? Every woman. Mm. Okay? Because she has to show affection to the man. Mm. Mm. So part of it is showing, you know, that she wants to be desirable and wants to have that intimacy. I mean, if you look like Flop, then you're saying, I don't want any intimacy with you. I don't care if I attract you. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you don't show attraction. Actually, you want to be attractive. You know, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a partnership, you know. <laughs> We're in this house together. That's our that's our, our, our limited liability corporation. Those <laughs> <laughs> relationships become uh, over time there's no sexual intimacy anymore. Um they just basically they're sharing a household and, and that's why a lot of times when the children leave and go to college couples don't really see a reason to stay together. It's like, okay, we were together in this house because we were trying to raise our children to become adults. They're adults. They left the home. What am I in here with you for? I, don't, I mean, there's no sexual intimacy. Why am I, Why are we together? You know, I, hey, we aren't hardly having a conversation anymore. You got your interest. I got mine. Why are we in this house? Oh, well, this house is our, our, our LLC. Okay, well, I don't think I want to be in this partnership anymore. I'd rather just go in and, and invest in another living quarters than be in a place with somebody where there's no intimacy. Sometimes that's what happens. When either party decides just having the house is not enough to keep them together, the, the marriage ends. Yeah, I think that just a man traditionally, they just assume they can, you know, from the tradition, you know, you know that um, they can assume they um 
they can they can they can have the power over women because traditionally women do not have a meaning to um, tremendous women. You know, like right. I said, right. when I was in the, yeah. in Haiti, there's a woman walking on the street, have breakfast, something like that. Mm. She's providing for herself. So yeah. if somebody in Haiti with no education can do that to make a living, everyone, you know,
in sexual intimacy. You were paying a sex worker. It would cost you. So I don't know. Uh, what do you think? And the issue of affection versus sex. If if the man and woman had a relationship where there was affection, then maybe there'd be no bill. But if you if you we got to do this and ain't no affection, well, I'm, I'm sending you a bill to you know treat me like a sex worker. What do you think? What do you think about that? To give us your thoughts. These are real issues that have affected our marriages. And marriages aren't working because the traditional transactional relationship is not working. It's not pleasing. And now that women are financially independent, that's not an incentive for them to have a husband. So that means we have other reasons for getting together. And people are sometimes choosing not to marry at all, but just have a series of intimate relationships. And uh, when, when the intimacy is over, the relationship is over. They just have a roommate. Yeah, they have a roommate for a while. I mean, there are, I got a lot of roommate friends. Okay, this is my room. I mean, so that's what it is. And because they're just basically roommates, and sometimes they choose not to have a a marital relationship. They have the the, the physical intimacy. They have the, they're, they're sharing financial responsibilities of the household, and. Uh, you know, and sometimes they're, you know, sharing, taking care of children, and they'll be roommates until the intimacy is over, and then one of the roommates leaves. And that's, that's kind of the lifestyle we're seeing in the, in the society now, where people are being roommates until the intimacy is over, and then the roommate relationship ends. But that's how our families are starting to, to be formed, and that means children aren't seeing a family that's committed to staying together until they reach maturity and, you know, adulthood. And so how are they gonna how are they gonna do that if they don't see it being done? So we're almost ready to go and eight seven two seven three one you have pressed one. I'm gonna open your mic. You got about a minute or so to give us your thoughts before we wrap up. Go right ahead. Well give us your name and My name is Rashida. I'm calling from Chicago. Hey, Rashida, thanks for calling. Yeah, well, from my observation, um, um, there's a lot of um, home dads now today. and um, Home dads. Yeah, home dads. We're stay-at-home dads, uh, and women uh, are mostly at work, and those children are much, much better when it comes to their behavior. And um, their um, attentiveness in the classroom than the, the ones where they don't have a type of relationship. Um, they're more disciplined. They they give more respect. They give a lot of respect, should I say, to the, to the male. And uh, uh, they are less aggressive, from my observation. And my family, we have a um, couple of home dads, and the children are A-plus students, and um, they're well-mannered. But nowadays, there are two types of systems. If the man is not... Mm. Oh, she just called drunk. Are you there? 
in fact, my son was a home dad. And he he went from the moms to the day. So you know, I think your phone is dropping, but I see that. Yeah, so you say your son was a home dad. We know there are a lot of home dads. There are a lot of men who are staying home, and sometimes the women respect what they do, and sometimes they feel like you're just laying around on me and making me do all the work. So if if we're gonna have some home dads, then I guess we have to change how we think about a man who doesn't work outside the home. And if he's going to be in the home, he has to actually do the work in the home and not just be staying at home and not working. Because if you're in the house, you have to do the house work. You can't just live there and expect somebody to pay the bills and you just lay around in the house and feel dirty when they come home and there's no food ready. I think that's, that's a, there has to be a sharing of responsibilities. And I think that's an agreement that has to happen before you get married so you already know what to expect. That's my thought. So last thought before we go. Uh, we got about another 30 seconds before we go. Uh, last thought. Yeah, I think it's a, for the married women have to understand their role in this uh, in this uh, venture. You know, part is love and marriage, part is a business venture. So for, you know, for the, because if they don't manage well, it's very conflict will affect the, the upbringing of the children. So you have to, they have to work it out. You know, if you have to consent, and still will have, you know, it's a psychological impact on the children. So the man and the woman, the man and the woman, We thank you so much, and if you learned something today, we want you to put it in We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato. Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Cunyon, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, 
Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Goodbye.